Rolling. Five, four, three, two, one. You're listening to American Slacker Podcast with Matthew Gertz and Jesse Landers. Welcome to American Slacker Podcast. As always, I'm Matt. And I am Jesse. And today we are joined by our guest, Roger Boyd, also known as the Healthy Stoner. Roger, thank you for coming on. Thanks very much, guys. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's our pleasure, man. We're uh, very into your story. We've checked out your YouTube, your website, and uh, all your social media. And it's pretty cool how you've documented that it's not true. Stoners don't have to be lazy. I mean, you've done quite the journey and, uh, and opposed the whole, the whole stereotype. Thanks very much, man. Like, um, yeah, uh, I didn't really, I mean, that wasn't the, the, the initial reason for starting the blog. It wasn't like, yeah, I'm going to go out and prove that the stoners aren't lazy, but it's definitely part of it. I mean, um, I just, it's more just the overall negative um, sort of baggage that I found mm. that, you know, just enjoying cannabis came with from other people. That, and those other people quite often drank far too much, but didn't see that as a drug um Mm. i just saw that as a kind of imbalance that i I wanted to address in some way i suppose that was probably the main reason for starting it that's that's a fair assessment and would you can you tell our audience a little bit about uh i guess your story and what what uh you did to sort of combat this this myth yeah well um I've always, me and my mates really um, started up at university really. We always just sort of used to go on stoned adventures on our bikes, basically just sort of exploring this new city we were in, Bristol. And, um, and yeah, it's just, you know, I was smoking spliffs back in those days. You know, I'd, I'd take a bong out with me in my bag um, and uh, just go and have great fun riding our bikes around and, and exploring. And that's always something that's just, I've always tried to keep, you know, like I've always just loved that, that sort of, that, time and I've always tried to keep hold of it so yeah um when I when I gave up smoking and discovered vaporization I, I had this kind of I wanted to evangelize about that a bit because my, my I just couldn't believe how better I felt and how like my lungs had felt like they healed up a little bit quite quite quickly mm. uh, so, and that was another reason for that sort of, sort of thinking about healthy stoner and just sort of yeah um and it all just came together like that really so yeah nice I think everyone can appreciate, you know, uh, their, their growing up days of going on adventures and stuff. And it's, it's cool to see you actually living out the, the big version of that, you know, Asia, Europe, um, Australia as well, right? You've, you've biked all over these places. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So, um, my mum reckons I, I talk, used to talk about cycling around the world when I was a kid. I, I don't remember that, but, um, yeah, I, I just always wanted to do it. I was, I've always just had this romantic idea about traveling on your own steam, carrying your own stuff, you know, carrying your tent and just sleeping under the stars. And 
yeah, it came, um, it became reality in 2015. Uh, and yeah, spent like uh, eight months cycling around Europe with a, a ski season wedged in there for good measure. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, then six months uh, cycling around India and Nepal, kind of did like a lap of India and Nepal, the West Coast, up to Nepal and down the East Coast. Um, and then uh, a couple of months in uh, New Zealand, uh, which is incredible. And then sort of finished it off by uh, cycling across Australia from Perth to Perth to Melbourne, Melbourne to Cairns, essentially. That's incredible. Fuck, fuck Ironmans at that point. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I was high for, um, for, for the majority of it. I was, I was yeah, I was high. <laughs> the vast majority. I think there was, about, there was about 300 miles in France when uh, I didn't have any. Um, but, and, and Australia, I was, had it continuously. There's a good, good weed culture there. Oh, really? Wow. Oh. Yeah, yeah. They love their weed in Australia. Definitely. Because one thing that I had read doing like kind of uh, a little bit of research into your into your background, um, you I saw a comment that said, you know, you didn't see many people um, when you were cycling through Australia because it was more barren in certain places. I Just would compared, almost... to, compared to India. Like you've got okay. people. Oh, yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. India is like mm-hmm. one of the most populated countries on earth, if not yeah. the like, and then Australia is one of the least populated. So it was really strange going between the two, actually. Um, it was, you know, really different adventures. Probably but, very different weed, too. Yes, very different <laughs> weed. That's true. <laughs> India, it was just like Indica, obviously, just like continuously for six months. Um, the hash, like the hash in Nepal, that was the good stuff. That was amazing. Yeah. Oh, man. Did you ever hit two well. stone to bike where it was like you felt a little jelly legged and you're like, I might need to take a break for a second going up these. Like uh, nah. 30 degree inclines on hatch. <laughs> I mean, I would, I would always have little breaks, and but right. I, don't, I generally get stoned on those breaks, so it wouldn't be like a, you know. <laughs> Not too bad, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'd always try and find a good place, you know, a good view, obviously. That's the that's the main thing to do when when, when cycling around. It's just good to, you know, get to the top of a hill. You're definitely going to get stoned there, obviously. Mm. Yeah, definitely. And there were a lot of great views on, on your YouTube uh, channel that, and I like how your videos were like shorter. They were short, sort of just like a snapshot of like the best yeah. parts of like the day kind of thing. Um, which like, I would love to smoke at half the places that you've oh, smoked man, yeah. at. Her- Hercules cave. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I just found that cave. It was just cycling along as a sign. So, yeah, just parked the bike up and took the vape up and had a nice little token in Hercules Cave. I thought he would have definitely would have approved, I reckon. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> so far, do you have like a favorite favorite like uh, route you've taken in the favorite country um, or anything like that? Country, um, yeah, I mean, Nepal has to be the, the standout, really. Mm, yeah, Something I, I didn't realize before I went there was it used to be the, the Amsterdam of Asia. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. I never knew that. Really strong weed culture there. Um, they, they were sort of forced by the U.S. Um, to to, legal, to um, make it to criminalize it basically in the 1970s. Oh wow! Um, you know, under the kind of I think that happened in a few. There places. we go again, fucking it up for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, America. <laughs> <laughs> but it, um, it's still legal for one day a year there for for religious reasons. <laughs> what? It's the only country That's where it's for one day a year. <laughs> Weed Christmas. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> um, I guess I guess that. can of Christmas probably rings a little bit better. Yeah. 
But I'd be like, honestly, I'd be stood uh, having a crafty vape in the middle of nowhere in the Himalayan, like an, on a Himalayan foothill on a mountainside. <laughs> and some dude would just walk past me seeing I was vaping and be like, hey, you want, you want some, some smoke? <laughs> and just pull out some like, weed for me to buy. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's like the only guy for miles on the side of a mountain. Yeah, it was, it was uh, amazing. That's Damn. amazing. Yeah. It seemed like you had like a decent amount of those interactions too, where just like you ended up smoking in some dude's house in the middle of India or like finding a reggae station, just like bumping tunes off the side of the road. Like, yeah, I was really taken, I was really taken back by like some of the things it's like, he's just like chilling in this person's house that he's never met. (laughs) You've got to be obviously when you're in a foreign country, doing illegal shit you have to be pretty careful but yeah just you know good people find you somehow and good good situations find you and and you mm-hmm. know it just happens and it's, it's great so i didn't really have to push it you know i didn't ever really go around saying hey i, I like weed kind of thing it just sort of found me it was great yeah oh that's amazing cannabis karma <laughs> yeah man exactly the universe did, did you ever run into a situation? Cause it seemed like a lot of the times in your videos, you would sort of pull off to the side and just find like a quiet little area. Um, India seemed particularly hard to do that. in. Oh. the amount of people that people would just pop up and be like, Hey, hi, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. There'd be always just some guy just stood staring at me. Um, and be like, Hey man, how's it going? And they'd like, give me a little wave and then just go back to, to staring at me. But I mean, it's fine because I was an oddity, you know, you don't, you don't get many tourists around in quite a few of the places I was in India. So, right. Um, what was there ever a, a point where like, uh, like a cop rolled up or anything and you were kind of like sort of caught in the act and you had to like scramble <laughs> or anything? No. Oh, good. <laughs> Honestly, no, no. I mean, uh, no, I mean you got a lot of good can- uh, cannabis karma on your side. Then <laughs> also the uh, stealthy toker he's known as I, now. <laughs> I had police in India. Um, we all gathered around for a selfie. That was quite nice. That was, that was a nice <laughs> moment. That's awesome. <laughs> that, and that one other thing about India that I definitely wanted to ask you was, people were just saying hi as you would pass. It seemed like every single person. Oh yeah. Said, said hi. Is that just like a a thing in in yes. India? Uh, yeah, uh, I mean that. Yeah, it's a, it's a thing for um, if you're a tourist, basically, and, and it's not so much in like the cities and stuff. They're kind of used to tourists there, but um, you know, Westerners in in the kind of off the beaten track places I was going to definitely attract some attention. I had like a, quite often, a, well, two or three times, I had a queue of of mopeds behind me waiting for selfies, basically. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, which, uh, a mini celebrity. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a taste of what that's like. Uh, it, was, it was fine. It was good fun, really. It's just nice to chat to people all day as you're cycling along. But yeah. yeah, they all seemed really nice, like super friendly. Super, really friendly. Just, just, they're lovely people, really are. Yeah. <laughs> In, at one point, I remember there you were sort of by, uh, cycling down the road and someone in a car like hit their brakes and stopped <laughs> to be like, Hi! this is crazy (laughs) i would be i remember being like having like a large truck on one side of me and a tractor on the other and just being like you know both kind of chat to me kind of thing um it was you know we were only going about kind of maybe 20 miles an hour 15 miles an hour so it was fine right everything happens much slower in india so there's time to 
to correct. So the thing I worry about in India is when people start, more people start driving cars there mm-hmm. and start sort of driving around at 70, 80 miles an hour. That's when there's going to be problems. Yeah. So he travels on the highway there. So, you know, like including cattle and ped- pedestrians and bikes. And Oh yeah. There were cows everywhere. They were just kind of doing their own thing. It looked like. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. They're everywhere. Yeah. Um, the, the streets there too it sort of reminded me of like being as busy as manhattan but like a lot smaller and like rougher roads yes yeah yeah. just like constant like movement is what it looked like definitely yeah yeah um yeah and that's not even i mean everywhere is like that really and everyone everyone wants to be on the main road so the main road is you know it's just a busy place really um you know that's yeah but it's, it's india was definitely the kind of left the most the, the biggest kind of emotional footprint on me um it was it was amazing uh, i mean you know it, i get a little emotional thinking about it to be honest with you it was, it was inc- yeah it was these are untethered conversations at the back of a bar these are the things that we often leave unsaid these are the lost signals we put out into the ether with discussions on video games movies literature philosophy, philosophy and more, more. The Lost Signals is a podcast platform for interesting analysis of pop culture at large. Founders Scott Thurlow, Stephen Ramosi, Jonathan Ian Manzer, Chris Morgan have produced a steady stream of content since March 2015 to bring our unique views and ideas to our audience. Can Can you tell us a little bit about the food from India? I know that was sort um, of a, a favorite of yours. Yeah, just amazing curry every single day. Just like. Just the breads there are delicious. Oh yeah, that and on. Yeah, mm. I, I was really cautious to begin with. I wasn't really eating meat to begin with. I was, but the, and so I just, I really thought I'd miss it. But the, veget- the vegetarian food there is so good that I just really just d- dove straight into that kind of thing, headfirst into that. Um, and it's weird because you, because it's such a vegetarian country. I don't know if you know this, but like they, mm-hmm. to get meat, you have to go to a specific non-veg restaurant. Actually, it will say on the front non-veg. Oh, wow. um, where you can get mm-hmm. your meat from. So I did start to have a bit more chicken as, as time went on because I needed the, the electrolytes a bit more as, as I kind of lost a bit of weight. But um, but yeah, like the food there was a, a real treat. I loved it. All the fruit by the side of the road as well. Like so watermelon and um, they just chop up for you right there by the side of the road. Coconuts. I just had coconut out of the nut continuously. It's best wow. best sports drink. Oh, yeah. There is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, like sugarcane juice that like they, they press from the sugarcane with this like motorized press thing. Absolutely delicious. That all sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. So, uh, ri- riding through Australia, you said that they had the best bud culture out of all the places you went? Um, yeah, I mean, the what well, as in like the, the quality of bud. Yeah, or just I guess uh, you said you made it sound like you you were never really in need no. going through the uh, <laughs> the Aussie actually, territories. It it's so strong there the weed culture because every single if I if I was stop if I was sort of vaping by the side of the road in Australia and somebody pulled up in their car or I saw somebody they'd often be uh, stoners as well. Like more often than not, I found they would be stoners and they would. Be- <laughs> <laughs> they would donate some weed to the cause which I didn't even obviously I wasn't expecting that in any way but it was lovely but more often than not they go hey good dude here's a here's a little bud for you so wow lovely. yeah really cool uh, <laughs> that is really cool man. yeah I would have never expected that from down under man 
Oh yeah, man, they're, they're really laid back bunch, aren't they? So they're they're pretty chilled. Well, That's awesome. apart from the, the race, there's a couple of racist ones, but uh, yeah. <laughs> oh jeez. Oh god. You get them everywhere, though, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Unfortunately. Yeah. 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 I feel like the climate in Australia would be perfect to grow weed. It's probably. Yeah. 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 It's, be, I bet their best bud naturally is probably so much better than ours. Oh. Yeah, I mean they they what they they, they call they call it hydro there. They have like the the hydro. Uh, and the, or the bush. That's so you get bush weed, which which is obviously outdoor, mm. outdoors grown, or hydro, which is hydro, hydroponics. That's the kind of the two types. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's really good quality the whole time. I I, I kind of bought in uh, ounces, and I, I bought an ounce in Perth, and just that lasted me for like a good month or so. And then oh wow, picked up another ounce in uh, Norseman just before the Nullarbor, which is like a big desert. Mm. So that kept me going across there, and then I've got another one in there. Did you go by uh, Uluru at all? Uh, I have been to Uluru before, but no, I, I followed the coast basically. I okay. wanted to. Mm. Um, that would have been trickier. Um, obviously, there's really nothing in, in. That's a whole different level of adventure, really. Yeah, it's a, um, like straight desert in all directions. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I had a taste of that on the Nullarbor because that's that's 800 miles of um, of nothing basically, with you know like five or six gas stations um, through oh. it, um, and that's it. Uh, but yeah, I mean that would have been the whole way like that. And I, I, there's there's a lot more to see on the coast. There's a lot more kind of variation of landscape, and um, it's probably a lot nicer to look at. <laughs> yeah, it's where the life is. So yeah, that, I wanted to follow the, the coast really. Now I, I noticed on your YouTube channel, um, you had Europe, you had India. I didn't see any Australia on there. No, because I've it, got a lot of stuff to put on there. You know, I. I, I could have just edited it right down and had just ones, you know, a lot of short, a lot shorter videos. But I kind of want to just put it all on there. I'm, I'm in no kind of hurry. I'm just mm-hmm. kind of, yeah. Uh, I just want to make sure it was coming in the future. I need to get my coming. fix. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you understand? <laughs> so it's New Zealand next, and then Australia. Oh, awesome! Some yeah. stuff to look forward to. Yeah. <laughs> I really, I haven't really watched it to be honest since I got back. So it's, it's great for me to. I'm kind of watching it for the first time while I'm editing it. So, so. Oh, nice. Yeah. Now, what did you use to shoot? Was it just like a like GoPro, uh, GoPro strapped to like your head or? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't really attach it to myself that much. I'd, I'd just hold it more often than not really. Uh, oh, kind of, okay. So oh. Kind of, if, you, if it's strapped to you, you can't really control it fully where it's pointing. So if you're just holding it, I just kept it in my, I had like a handlebar bag mm-hmm. where I kept all my, um, Sort of valuables and just kept it in there enough if i saw something that was interesting i'd whip it out obviously i could i could attach it to myself um on my chest or on my head right but, uh yeah I just you have it. a little more maneuverability kind of holding that i guess yeah yeah exactly and yeah it's, it's a solid little camera still still going it, it's a cool style for uh for a youtube channel we were talking before we uh started the show just uh like the tr- the more traditional these days vlog style where people are you know in the they're facing the camera and all that but this is more of a uh perspective you're like putting the person into your own perspective and yeah. it's not it's not that sort of superficial of like oh hey this is so and so and blah 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 it's like you mm. in some of the videos you barely say anything because it's more just about what you're showing yeah i don't think i think there isn't no need sometimes for words it just speaks I'm for just, itself yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to show, 
as I said before, I've, I've got no training in, in making YouTube videos or, or shooting or editing or anything really. I'm just making it up as I go along, but it's just, I just wanted to show my impressions of my journey really. And, that, and that's it really. So yeah, it's, it's not really meant to be anything more than that. Just showing, showing me getting high and having my adventure. <laughs> I, I love when you're standing outside of a city and you're like, you're beautiful Athens. <laughs> like smoke, smoking to him, holding the vape up to it. Yeah. That's yeah, say cheers to everywhere. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, that was it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I think you do a very good job of capturing. Yeah. All the moments, you know, it's, uh, it's just so authentic. Really appreciate yeah. that. Thank you. Yeah. No. Now, h- how much um, planning goes into like trips like these? Is this something that you have to take like uh, like a month to sort of map out, or are you doing it more kind of uh, like day to day? Where like, oh, yeah. we'll see how far I make it, and then then I'll kind of determine from there. Yeah, basically. I mean, I didn't really have a time scale. Really, I had. When I first started, I did, because I'd lined up a job in a ski chalet. So I had to, I left in August and I had to be in the French Alps in December. Uh, so I decided to go down to the, the French, uh, go down to the south of Spain to begin with, uh, and then ride back up uh, to the, the French Alps for the winter. Uh, so that was a rough, you know, time scale. Um, but then that, you know, that was like, you know, it's four months though. So day to day, no, I can, you know, I can do as much or as little as I wanted, you know, I knew where I had to be. Similarly, in, in India, um, when I got there in August, I wanted to be up in Nepal for November, which is the, the trekking season, which basically means the best weather for being okay. up in the mountains, the, the least chance of rain. So I wanted to be up there by November. That's and that's why I, I did. I got there kind of for, for mid-November and had an awesome time in the mountains. And that was that was kind of a carrot. That's what really kept me going. Really, the, this uh, looking forward to getting up into the Himalayas getting some Nepalese hash and getting up into having Himalayan adventures, which is what happened. <laughs> so it was great. Yeah. That's awesome. It did. It seemed like it did rain a little bit there. It's probably a, a very, uh, um, yeah, the downside of that was, I arrived in place. Season. <laughs> Oh no. <Yeah>. Oh wow. <laughs> so I've never, I've <sighs> you got this, riding a bike while holding an umbrella is an art, but I, I think I've uh, definitely got better at it now. Like it was, it was really <laughs> heavy rain. But the thing oh. was, it was so warm, you know, like it's so humid and warm there that even if you did get drenched, you you would dry off to a degree and you wouldn't be that uncomfortable. You could mm-hmm. still ride, I think. Whereas, you know, in, in, in the UK in winter, if you get drenched and then you're outside, you're extremely uncomfortable, you know? Oh, yeah. Different. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did how was it like sort of adjusting to these different climates for because you you seem to cover a lot of ground pretty quickly so like one day you're literally riding through like prairie and then the next day you're like a thousand two thousand three thousand feet up on a mountain it's it's amazing how quickly landscapes can change you know um like they do just change that quickly sometimes uh, you can be in down in the valley at one moment and then start climbing and three hours later be in a completely different place. So, mm. uh, yeah, uh, it was just, yeah, I, that was, I did love seeing, being, being able to watch how landscapes kind of develop um, was amazing. That was one of the, the great things about it. Yeah, I loved it. Did you ever get hit with like any altitude sickness or anything going yeah, up there? Yeah, when I, 
in Nepal when I was uh, I did a bit of the Annapurna circuit, basically the Annapurna mm. trekking circuit on the bike. It's, went up as far as I could on the road um, and got to about it's four thousand five hundred meters there, and that was what's that? What's that in feet? I'm not sure. But, um, it's up there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, and that was yeah. I, I was I couldn't really. I was obviously exhausted from cycling, but I wasn't sleeping very well. Um, and yeah, that was the main thing really that was tricky because I was, re- I, I was really tired, but I just couldn't sleep. So, yeah, I think that was. Mm. Mm. I would imagine taking these journeys on a bike. A bike is like it's the perfect way because you're, you know, you're getting everywhere faster than you would hiking, but you're not going too fast like you would in a car. You're, you're getting the the actual environment. You're getting the chance to look around and take it in. Yeah, you know, in a car you can miss everything. You can focus on an individual blade of grass if you want. If you're yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah we you know in our youth we were doing the same thing we would always you know go on stoner adventures on our bikes you know like because like it was just the thing we did like before we had cars before like everybody split off and uh man i wish we could do it again because it definitely would be interesting to do it like in these new areas we live in like we both moved away from our hometown and uh just it's, it's amazing man i uh i definitely dig the idea of like just getting out there and exploring instead of just it's, sitting on a couch and token up <laughs> it's I just the one word that sums up for me is freedom really like when yeah. you've got when you've got everything you need for the next like 36 hours or at least on strapped mm. to your bike including food water everything shelter um then you, you can just literally go anywhere camp anywhere yeah it's, it's amazing yeah Oh, I could only imagine, man. And also, yeah, just the, the weed element. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I love getting high and riding my bike. You ever, you ever done that? You ever? Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, we've yeah. done it many times. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I'm sure. For, first time I, uh, I took a dab. I had ridden my bike over to my my guy's house. And he was like, "Oh, try this." And <laughs> then he sent me home on my bike, and oh, that was a fun. That was a fun oh, ride. Man. So I can Thanks definitely you. agree with you. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I definitely think it's something you got to build up. I'm, I wouldn't recommend anybody listening to just go get high and ride your bike unless you've done it before, because <laughs> exactly you get squirrely. <laughs> Should be experienced in both activities. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yes. Practice it both first individually. Before you mix them. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, it's definitely it has a whole other element, and I, I am as well. Feel like um, smoking adds a whole different element to to doing anything physical. I feel like it increases my endurance. Yeah, it, you know, it the breathing pattern. I don't know. It even evens it out. I don't know. I just feel like I just am able to go that much more and not focus on the physical aspect, whereas I would be able to take in the environment a little more too. Totally. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's it. It's yeah. It really just elevates you. But above any of the physical mm. pain of, of the exercise, um, yeah, just you know, as it does with everything, takes the edges off. Yeah, I used to do CrossFit, man, and every morning I used to do it like like six thirty in the morning, and I, I took up before I went to my class every morning, man, and it yeah, was like nice. that much better. Wicked. Yeah. Probably helps you get in the zone, sort of too. Mm. Like I imagine you get, oh, yeah. like a flow state a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. It really does because you do yeah. get like a real buzz from exercise, don't you? And it just oh, yeah. that. Yeah, it's the, it's like the natural drug, man. You start, you know, yeah. all those endorphins and like you're just cranking out all these chemicals in your body. You feel good. That's it. You always feel um, good after a good workout, you know? Definitely, man. Definitely. Uh, and like, I think one of the reasons I preferred weed over alcohol was uh, when I was, you know, like a teenager was that I didn't like feeling hungover and I didn't mm. 
felt like really unhealthy after yeah. I consumed beer or or whatever. Um, I still do drink. Don't get me wrong, but like, oh yeah, <laughs> but like yeah, I just found that we felt more natural and more healthy. Really. Oh yeah. Yeah, alcohol kind of feels like you're poisoning yourself sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck did I just do to my body? <laughs> oh my God, yeah. everybody's woken up like that before. Like, if you drank, like, oh man, why do I do this myself? Never again. Like, dehydrated and fucking dying. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, never once with weed. <laughs> no, no. And do you guys smoke or do you vape? Oh, yeah, we do it all. Pretty much yeah. anything. <laughs> I'm making <laughs> can of butter right now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'll tell you what I've gone to recently. I've, I've been storing up vape poo, or you know, ABV, whatever, for um, for at least the last year. I've got loads of it. I'm not really knowing what I'm going to use it for. I've started to. to wait, make, wait, I'm sorry. What? Is, it's ABV. Already been vaped. Oh, okay. Uh, I call it vape poo. Okay, I see. Oh, so oh, the so um, it's the buds that have already been heated up. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So it's kind of it's kind of greeny brown in color uh, it's kind mm. of like it looks like it's been toasted it's like decarbed essentially there's definitely exactly. still a little bit of thc in there though there is there is yeah. indeed um so I've, and that's where the gold lies <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. oh man but yeah i found i found that mixing sort of grinding up between my fingers mixing it with some milk putting it in the microwave straining it off after it's been steeping for you know a good sort of 20 minutes half an hour uh, it gets me totally wasted. It's great, yeah. You eat so, it? Wow. I drink it. It's in milk. No, so, drink the milk. Oh, you're making can of milk. Holy shit. You're <laughs> ahead of the game, man. This is something new. Yeah. <laughs> so is it drink. like a little like a little shot's worth, or are you talking like a yeah, small like glass a, of milk kind of? Half a teacup. Of, of, okay. Yeah. Okay. Like two shots probably. Wow, man. Yeah, yeah. It gets you lit, or <laughs> ninety minutes or so. We're we talking. We're talking a light buzz, or does it get you fully lit? <laughs> fully, fully lit, man. Definitely. <laughs> like, like fuck, I'm high. Oh, sorry. Oh wow, that's, that's and people great. are just throwing this shit away, huh? <laughs> it's like you don't know the potential. Oh man, I love it. <laughs> oh man. That's really cool. I've ne- I've never actually heard of that. I mean, I was familiar with the idea of like using the already vaped weed for stuff but i've never heard mm. of doing doing like a milk sort of tea kind yeah, of thing i've never heard of it. Yeah. a few times but the, the downside of that is i found it did get the, they gave me a bit of indigestion and i think that okay. was maybe because if you're just putting like raw i was putting just the raw leaf in there you know which probably isn't that easy to digest yeah but yeah i found the milk really works well it's good nice that's, that's pretty yeah. cool yeah yeah do you like craft beer? Uh-huh. Do you like an unending wealth of puns? Uh-huh. What about four-hour lectures on the ethics of cryptocurrency usage in third world nations? No! Oh, right. But do you still want craft beer reviews and comedy, right? Uh-huh. Then listen to Hop Nation USA, a craft beer podcast. Available on iTunes, Podbean, Google Music Play, and Stitcher. Are you shitting me? No, I'm not. Just listen to the podcast. Hop Nation USA. Where all fine podcasts are sold. And now are are you like a, it seems like you enjoy edibles um is is that something you do on the, like cycling as well or uh would that just like knock you flat on the ground i would have if but i hadn't really got any way of preparing them you know i suppose ah. that would be something i should probably get good at like preparing edibles with a camp stove because that's 
you know that'd be a cool video in itself too <laughs> yeah i'm sure i'll have to have a think about that yeah um, no, I, I just you know I'd, I'd have raw weed i wouldn't be able to buy edibles anywhere obviously because weed is illegal everywhere i cycled right. so it was just I, I didn't really have access to an oven <laughs> so no not really mm. not really possible sitting there making a little campfire and shit <laughs> oh my god campfire edibles yeah well, i suppose <laughs> you could make can of butter with a with you know a single hob <laughs> it would take yeah. quite a while It'd take a while yeah right yeah <laughs> um so you had mentioned uh in I, it might have been the reddit ama about uh you being interested in doing some kind of north american version of of this trip I would love to go. Yeah, I would love to do a North American tour, tour of weed in in North America. That'd be incredible. Yeah, I've been to. I've only ever been to North America once, and that was when I was fourteen on a family holiday to Florida. So it doesn't really count. I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's that's. You can't yeah. get more American than Florida. I'll tell you. That. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely. I've always, wanted, I've always wanted to go there. Obviously, it's somewhere that's you know fascinated me, and I was, I'd love to spend a real you know, a bit amount of time traveling your fine country and, um, you know, understanding the weed culture there and um, getting a bit under under the hood of or the bonnet, as we would say. Well, the nice thing now is enough, I think almost enough states have like legalized or, met, or gone medical. Yeah. So like you could actually get from one coast to the other mm. w- without being in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I'd say come in the summertime and avoid the South. Cause those are the States that'll, they'll really fuck you. If you have weed on you still. Yeah. yeah. When you hear the banjo music, yeah. you know you're in the wrong area, <laughs> even parts of Texas, I would imagine are fucking nightmare. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, w- I would stay like middle America or top tier in the summer <laughs> or yeah. hell, uh, the great, the great North above us. Uh, oh God. Those guys shit on lock. Now <laughs> those guys are free. <laughs> Canada is. I'd love. To, yeah, I love. Yeah. It. I want to go to Canada. Yeah. yeah, that would definitely be a summer trip because uh, oh biking in the winter in Canada, I'm sure, would just be un not doable. You know, you cold, the wrong eh? clothes. That's all. It's, there's not. There's no such thing as bad weather. It's just uh, the wrong clothes. Ah. Mm. <laughs> or the wrong treads for your tires. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that that would be awesome. I mean. um there's there's plenty of shit to see, even mm. just across the states, let alone Canada added to that. And uh, hell, even Mexico, that would be awesome to bike through Mexico too. I actually spoke to somebody that uh, biked through Mexico uh, mm-hmm. and they were saying that the uh, the guys, uh, the, the road workers working at the side of the road would kept waving them over to offer them spliffs. <laughs> That's awesome. Highway. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Man. Yeah, I bet you got no problem finding weed down in Mexico. No. <laughs> Yeah. I've been to Mexico actually for a couple of months when I was just back, sort of backpacking. Amazing, yeah, that was beautiful, and there was some really, really nice bud there. Oh, nice. I bet. Yeah. Well, that that'd be cool to get you on this side of the pond, uh, bike yes. biking around. We, you know, you at least have two people that can hook you up on coast either coast. coast. Excellent. Yep. <laughs> we we don't know anyone in Kansas, unfortunately, so we can't get you in the middle. But. <laughs> We could uh, we could start helping you though. You definitely, definitely insist on the chain. Find you a chain. <laughs> got to be somewhere. Someone in Kansas. It's got to be a stoner. At least one stoner. Oh, yeah. I'm oh, sure definitely. we have a slacker somewhere around there. <laughs> I mean, they're just next to Colorado, I believe. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. God, Colorado. That's one place I, I really can't wait to go to. Actually. Oh, 
Yeah, gorgeous and definitely Ooh. not a problem. Finding the herb, edibles, whatever you want. Biking through there would be amazing. Oh, I mean, you got to have your stamina, but you're, you're a healthy yeah, guy. Yeah. So. He's used to like unpaved roads, like in the mountains. <laughs> amazing, be fine. Yeah. Oh, well, that's just like healthy stony utopia, that place. Oh, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're talking Skiing, about best food, yeah. like everything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, obviously California, Oregon. I'd love to go. I'd love to see Oregon. Mm. That's supposed to be beautiful, isn't it? And yeah, uh, yeah. Um, New York, obviously, always always wanted to go to New York. Um, Upstate upstate would be fun in like the the, like spring or fall or summer. Mm. Yeah, yeah. All the seasons have the winter here. Yeah, (laughs) honestly. Right. I mean, even seeing uh, the Adirondacks in the winter time, there's something like very special about that. You know. Yeah. 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 No. I, so, fingers crossed it will happen. Um, we'll we'll see. I mean, yeah. Like, I'm. These things cost a lot of money. I, I would love to be um, be sponsored by maybe a, a weed, big weed company in America. Now it's legal. That would be the dream. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's at the you know, moment. Sure. Up to me well, to hell, we might be able to get a little American Slacker logo on the back of that jacket. First view, yeah. It might not be the big one, but like we'd be like the smaller one with the race car, like. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I hold you to that. <laughs> awesome. Please do. So, with uh, this kind of planning, though, like something like that, would it be? So like, do you have to put away like a certain amount of money and, and then you're like, okay, now I have enough to do it. Or yeah. do you like try and get jobs to sort of, um, make the journey make money along the journey? I didn't really plan to work, to be honest with you. I just had this, I, I worked hard, uh, for, well, I had a job for nearly 10, 10 years, basically, when I, which I left, uh, the, the last two years I was very open with them and I was told them, obviously not about that healthy stoner part I left that bit out but uh, I told them that I was you know I wanted to go on this cycling adventure um and they you know they were they were really good they they helped me save up so I just worked in a sales job um but I just lived off my basic for two years and they stored up my commission uh and and then sort of paid me all in one go at the end and that's oh wow yeah so I just lived frugally for two years and uh, then off I went that's fantastic. So, yeah. did you did you keep a place like like uh, back like at home per se? Um, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I had a I've got a place in Bristol which I'm back in now. Uh, so yeah, just rented that out. So that was that was uh-huh. a, that was another reason I didn't you know it took me a few years to, to to actually do it because I I wanted to do that I wanted to have something to come back to. Right. Because mm. yeah. I guess the only other way to really do it would be like get some sort of like storage facility or something but then like once you come back you're essentially like homeless and you'd need to like find yourself a place apartment yeah yeah would have been a real hassle you have to bike around to check out your different apartments and stuff (laughs) yeah exactly yeah yeah so it's good to have this place to come back to definitely well that's nice um, what, one other thing I was like thinking is like all these borders that you crossed, did you have like a passport that they had to stamp or anything? Cause some of them just look like you just like kind of rode right through. Yeah. Well that's Europe basically. Um, there's the, the Sengen zone in Europe is, uh, unpoliced. So that's, that's good. Um, no hassles there. I was, they I was just all sort of have agreements with each other. Yeah. It's like, part of the oh. European Union really. We're, um, cool. It's, so yeah, it's just open borders. Um, the 
Makes it easier to get weed from one country. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. I was going to say. That's all I can imagine. When you you portray this picture, I'm like, how does he have weed in all these countries that I thought you could get murdered for having weed by the cops? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Most countries, I I think, have this really uh, sort of two-faced approach to weed where, you know, they, on the one hand, tolerate it, but then can be really strict about it. That's that's mm. quite quite often. Well, India, for example, like I, it's, there's a really strong culture of weed there. Like it's used in holy holy ceremonies. Like certain people are allowed legally to smoke it, like holy people. Mm. Um, and but then, like I heard a story about a guy who was, you know, rather cheekily maybe smoking a joint on a train, which you know you can probably do in India, but he was <laughs> soaking away. And some guy stormed into the carriage and uh, pointed a gun at him, and uh, you know said he was police and. Took, took all his money and yeah but he was he was oh, policeman man. he was in uniform so yeah. wow oh man so that is yeah. not a fun fucking saturday no, <laughs> no. but then again I th- that's a good, the great thing about the fact that i was vaping the whole time as well it's way more subtle you know i wasn't just yeah. standing by the side of the road soaking up massive joints that, would, that could have been a bit could draw a yeah. bit more attention i'd say yeah, the smell is a little different. <laughs> yeah, it carries a bit and hangs around, doesn't it? A bit more. Yeah, oh, way more. Yeah, your clothes reek like it. You're like, oh, yeah, no. Yeah. I, would, <laughs> I would just reek of it continuously. Yeah. Oh, and I know I asked you before the show, but for our listeners, uh, do, do you want to plug the beast that you lugged around with you uh, to smoke uh, the, the vape that you were using? Yeah, I, well, I used the uh, Ariser Solo. Uh, predominantly uh, and then mm. the good people at Ariser posted me some uh, a nice new one actually which is quite good so they've got some free ones um, oh they, wow so yeah uh, so I used it so obviously I bought the first one and I was just I was just having to be using it and yeah but they they saw what I was doing they liked it so they posted me some new ones and so yeah, I was using the air as well and mm. the uh, in Australia I'm, I'm using the solo too but yeah they're, they're, they're good good vapes good dry herb vapes um, they give good flavor and yeah, I'm not, I don't sell them. I don't work for them or anything. I just, you know, I'm just saying how it is. Uh, I, I like it. Yeah. But I mean, if you can lug mm. it around between all those countries and thousands mm. of miles, I mean, That's the thing. They're, they're pretty easy to clean and maintain really. So there's not really like loads of weed hanging around in them, which is good. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah. The res is always what worries me. It's like yeah. if you have the resin still left yeah. over from there and they want to be dicks about it or something, mm-hmm. yeah. haul, haul you off for like, Point zero one of a gram like <laughs> that's it and if you know the, the if you really can't clean the glass thing which you you can but if for some reason you couldn't they're not that expensive they have the kind of disposal you can just you know buy a new one yeah uh, and i was really careful when i went through the borders i would always you know clean the clean the vaporizer up and stash it away and you know make sure i'd finished my stash so yeah. yep yeah, <laughs> a li- little little nug hidden in the shoe just for the other side of the border kind of thing. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, of course never. not. No. Of course not. Never. <laughs> oh man, it's it's amazing the stuff that you've done. I'm looking forward to more videos uh, coming out on your YouTube mm. channel. We'll definitely be pay- paying attention to your blog and and anything else that you put out. Cool. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's just. I mean, I just. It's my hobby, really. It's just uh, mm. it's a nice little thing to, to do on the side for me. <laughs> well, it's just quite the hobby, man. I mean, yeah. <laughs> a couple more years, I think you should write a book about it because, I mean, the experiences you're gathering are just so unique. And I feel like a lot of people would love to hear more about this. 
Excellent. I, I, I wrote a, a journal as I was going, actually. Um, That's great. It kind of turned into a journal. What it was was a, a WhatsApp group to my friends. Um, and they, I, I would put a lot of effort into writing every week or two kind of thing. And so then that just... I've stored it all up and it's, it's good sort of 75,000 words now. So that's, wow. Oh, wow. that's that journey. Obviously I would like to add to it with an American journey. Mm. Uh, and, you know, but yeah, that definitely was, that is something that I would like to happen one day for sure. Yeah. We, I, I would love to read yeah. your first book. Yeah. I would sure. definitely pick it right <laughs> that, That'd be quite an adventure. Yeah, man. I, I do enjoy writing actually. It's, it's quite therapeutic, isn't it? Sometimes just to sit Oh down. yeah. Yeah. So how can the people get, get a hold of the YouTube and the website and where can they find this journey? Uh, well, my website's just pretty easy, healthystoner.com. Nice. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice to the point. <laughs> yeah. The YouTube, I, I think because of the content, my YouTube channel's a bit tricky to find sometimes, but I guess just Google healthy, uh, for YouTube search healthy stoner, it should come up. Um, but yeah, it's all on the blog anyway, healthystoner.com. Uh, yeah. yeah. Also, I, I think we found you on Twitter. It looks like it, your Instagram's kind of getting up and running. Yeah, I, I, the thing with Instagram, right? I suppose a I'm a little bit. I'm, it kind of got big, and I kind of missed the boat on it. And I kind of, it's, I haven't really gone. You're out doing things. Yeah. <laughs> the problem with Instagram is is in its name, it's instant, and I didn't. The blog wasn't instant. It wasn't kind of live as I was going, and I made that. I thought it would probably get more traction. I probably, you know, I didn't take the risk and maybe I should have, but um, I, I think it probably, you know, it, in one sense it would have been better. In North America, I will do it live, um, but in the, in the countries where it was illegal, which was everywhere on this trip, <laughs> right. I decided to not do it live because I mm, thought that's that kind of asking for trouble, you know? Yeah. Like, hey, I'm in your country doing this illegal thing and I'm now going to put it on the internet. And it's taking broadcast my crimes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm here today being illegal again. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're waiting at the like, we can catch him. He's only on a bike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. oh, so, uh, <laughs> yeah. So you understand, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I, I would suggest still, you know, put up some of the screen, yeah. uh, like, uh, little um, screenshots from, from some of your YouTube videos. Cause I'm sure there's a lot of people, some of the views that you had, you know, yeah. were, were spectacular. And I think Instagram kind of lends to that sort of imagery in a way. Yeah, I should really get them up there. Yeah. I've got lots of good photos or just screenshots and video. Actually, that's a good thing about your GoPro, even the screenshots. Are mm. good there you go. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say a lot of the photos you even have on your website. If you just put ported those over to Instagram, it would be a perfect start for your account. I mean, cool. you definitely got a lot of great photos already. Yeah, get onto that. Well, thank you again, Roger, uh, for coming on. That's Roger Boyd, aka the Healthy Stoner. Go and check him out all over the internet, uh, all of his adventures, and catch him riding through your town, maybe. <laughs> Hopefully <laughs> soon. Depending on where you're out, where you're at. <laughs> Thanks very much, guys. Yeah, it's excellent to, to speak. We enjoyed it. Ah, the pleasure was ours, man. It was a lot of fun, and we'll have you back on uh, after a few thousand more miles, man. Excellent. Awesome. All righty. And, uh, yeah, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We love each and every one of you. Until next time, that's it. There you go. We spoke in America. America. We pass in America. I'm mapping America. America. I'm second America. America. We talk in America. America. We blaze in America. America. 
second American. This has been American Slacker Podcast. You can reach the show by searching American Slacker on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Reddit, or send them an email to American Slacker Podcast at gmail.com. You can download and rate American Slacker on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and all other podcast platforms. Visit the show's website, aspodcast.com, where you will find every episode, official merchandise, and links to their Patreon if you would like to support American Slacker. We smoke in America, America. We pass in America. I'm mapping America, America. I'm second America, America. We talk in America, America. We blaze in America, America. This is fucking America. We second America. Bitch, I'm on a mission, better pay attention, man. I gotta get it till my fucking digits hit the fucking limit. Shit, I'll never finish, but I'll